Yeah, this is um, Rob Lee from MTR The Network, and this is a new installment of Getting to the Truth in His Art. I actually called it by its name, not just, I got an interview with a nigga tonight. It's not just that. <laughs> so um, with me this week, I have noted poet, noted creator, business owner. I can keep yeah. going to superlatives. Yeah. I know you as Michi. Like, yes. so what we got? I am Michi. Hey, guys. I am Michi, um, a.k.a. Poetically Michi. Here. Um, also, a.k.a. Michi the hairstylist, the bomb-ass hairstylist. Okay. Um, so, what we am I saying? Here. Where I'm at? I, um, yeah, I'm a hairstylist, 15 years. Um, I'm a poet since birth. Um, recently been a spoken word artist. Okay. And um, recently, I've won first place. Woo, woo, woo. Gang, gang. In the, um, <laughs> gang, gang. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the um, Poetry Slam competition, I'm trying to get on the Baltimore Poetry Slam team. And um, should I say where it's at now? Yeah, feel free. And the um, the finals, the finals will be at uh, Red Emma's Bookstore Coffee House yeah. on February 8th. Between 5.30 to 8.30 is 12 dope-ass poets. And, you know, hopefully I'll be one of the ones to be on the team to represent Baltimore across the United States. Let, let me add to that real quick. Yes. Don't be a lame-o, motherfucker. Pull up. No. Pull up. Right. <laughs> Pull up. Be a part <laughs> of it. support. Uh, yeah, come and support. Uh, come and support the uh, creative endeavors in and around Baltimore. And that's what ultimately this podcast is about. Uh, you know, like... I, I've always kind of been around that creative thing. You know, I've done a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and never really stuck to one thing. That mm-hmm. might, might mean I'm just bullshitting. Who mm-hmm. knows? It's like, huh, poetry for a few months. Yeah. Comedy now. I do that shit all the time. Like, all the time. But I think, like, if you're, and, and, and you tell me what you think, but I think when you're a creative individual, you just you just hit it. You hit yeah. whatever it is. Art is art, um, and yep. it really doesn't matter. Um, like I have been to college for seven million things, <laughs> and um, I'm a hairstylist. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, hairstylist, yeah. poet. Um, I cook well. Mm-hmm. I design shit. I can paint and draw things. Just and, put that on like the board. You know, I design yeah. Shit. <laughs> so trust and believe. Um, my obituary is gonna be long as hell. Um, I can't wait to be there and. <laughs> I mean, when you, you mentioned obituary, right? Like, it's a running gag that we had because we're obsessed with death on this network. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, when you put me in a box, just play my greatest hits on the podcast. Listen. Play me talking about niggas getting punched in the dick. Yeah. All that shit. I want to do the video sad, um, I don't want my funeral said. I wanted to be like turned, like jazz funeral. Just talk about, but I don't, I need like I talk about people. I'm a people watcher, so okay. like everybody that walks in, like I know you ain't wear that shit. Like, but put it in my voice. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> like do it in my voice. It'll be creepy as shit. And I want to sit up. I don't want to lay down. I want to just sit there. Like I want to like creep the fuck out. <laughs> Take. That's that's like that, it, like you know, like I was, we were saying before, some of the shit that we cover on the, on the Rodcast, dumb it, shit, it, it falls into that same vein where it was this dude, he was a boxer or something, and I think he got he like died in the ring, he had like a head injury, mm-hmm. and they had this nigga in full gangbanger clothing, wow. like just like this in the corner, dead as shit, dead. And I'm like, and it's in a boxing ring, so his coffin was like in Wait. a boxing ring, and I'm like. <laughs> I just like nah, nigga. What the hell? That's creepy. I'm think, but I still I want it sexy though, like lingerie, yeah. dead lingerie. What is this pajama jammy jam? Uh, for yeah, everybody like yeah. But so, I need my voiceover though. Yeah, I mean, Fly. like it. It was one. Um, it was one story that we we covered. Um, 
that it happened in Ireland. Mm-hmm. There was a dude that he died, and his his bit was he was always a dude that busted balls and shit. <laughs> And he, he did something like that, like, where he was being buried. Everyone's crying. Everyone's sad. It's like, hey, I can't get out of here. I can't get out of the coffin. And he's <laughs> just running down the shit. And he's just like, what are you wearing right now? So he already had this shit. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, make, make it a idea, thing. Though. Yeah. Make it a Theme thing. Theme funerals. You know what? That's a business right that there. That is a business because they got all these dumbass baby shower things and this fucking gender reveals <laughs> and I hate that shit. We we had and I, and I'll leave off this because I don't want to make it about my horse shit, but I think it, I think it's pretty funny. We, we were talking about so it's a it's a realty a realty company mm-hmm. that um, sells houses where people died at. Like I'm talking about like mass murders, like mass suicides and shit like that, right? So a discounted rate, of I course. Hope. And um, so we were talking about it. It's like, yo, that's a lot of murders in Baltimore. Yeah. I was like, huh, this realty. Cause he, but he sells it, you know, with saying like, he's you telling know, you niggas died here. People died here. And that's a selling point for him. And the numbers go up. So people, crazy people are fucking shit. crazy. So I'm like, yo, we should just do something called murder realty. <laughs> <laughs> and if you die in there, we'll pay for the funeral. That's oh, the pitch. Oh, my God. It might work. They got the damn laundromat to, um, you know, get married here. Oh, my God. That shit. Do something with the vacants. It's like, yo, we put bodies in these vacants. Yeah. So. That's creepy. I want to talk about Baltimore. I want to talk about poetry. I want to talk about. I'm with it. Like follicles. Um, All that shit. I don't have many follicles. So it's going to be a very short conversation about that. <laughs> you got enough. I got enough. I, I want to dye my beard. I needed to grow back. It was uh, it was dicey for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's get right into the whole poetry thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, not thing, because I think that's dismissive. Yes. And speaking of which, mm-hmm. when it comes to your creative endeavors, mm-hmm. like, have you, well, how do you combat when someone is kind of dismissive of what you do and what you're passionate about? Uh, I sure am that goes well. Not, uh, <laughs> let me think. Um, normally, normally people are very, um, they usually embrace when I tell them what I do, yeah. um, normally it goes, you know, oh, what do you do? Blah, 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 poetry and hair, you know, mm-hmm. okay, well, let me hear something. And that's just usually how it goes. Um, but then you get those people like, you ain't no fucking poet, you know. <sighs> so those people, um, you know, showing is proving. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, um, but normally, and the sad thing is, normally the people that say stuff like that, those are those the rappers. It's always Ooh. the whack rappers yeah. who feel like, oh, let me, you gotta hear my bars. Let me, Trash. I spit, but and I'll be like, okay, we done now. You're <laughs> spitting lukewarm water. Yeah, so it's like normally, um, I don't, I don't really feel the need to prove myself. I know sure. who I am. Um, I know what I'm capable of. And if I tell you what I do, and you're blessed to hear what I do, yeah. then be thankful. And if you don't believe what I do, then you'll see it at some point. You know, like yeah. I just got started on um, doing spoken word. Um, but, you know, it's something I'm passionate about because I do flip flop from things. Um, but I know when I'm good at something, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't look for people to um, validate mm-hmm. me or my craft or whatever it is, you know, Um I just want my craft to be known and respected while I'm alive. I don't want to yeah. die. And then at the funeral, they like, Michi's greatest hits. <laughs> you know, like, no, I respect that shit now, but I, I don't pressure anybody. If you don't want to hear that shit, because everybody not into poetry. And quite frankly, I have performed in places um, sometimes, and I'm just like, 
they don't even understand half of the words. Yeah, yeah. They don't understand the connections. Sometimes it's over, you know, over people's heads. So a lot of times they just saying that they don't like it because they just don't get it or they but, don't understand it. But so that's that's interesting that you say that. Like mm-hmm. I've been doing this. It'll be eleven years uh, mm-hmm. early February. <laughs> And some of the shit that I would hear, it's like, oh, you just a you know lame nigga that records in your mom's basement. It's like, no, I have a studio. I right. am self-taught with all of this shit. I can run, edit, market all of my all shit. Of it. Right. And it's just like, so how's your rent coming along? You don't know, start asking those <laughs> questions. Like, I go full heel. <laughs> right. It's like I get defensive of my shit, but at the same time, I've never run into outside of people who have maybe a personal thing with me, mm-hmm. and they conflate that sometimes. They can't separate the artist from the the, the art. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and and I think there is a time where you can't separate the two of their mm-hmm. subject matter is like right, it's themselves. Like you, you a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But you you run into it. At least I run into it. I'm like, all right. I don't, I don't need to show you anything. Mm-hmm. And when people do pull up and they do listen to what I'm saying or they get any piece of like me mm-hmm. or kind of how I go about got Like I was talking to you about a few of the topics. Mm-hmm. People generally it's like, yeah, that's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Or just shit that I say. Like I remember I was in D.C. at this thing. It was a um, um, black nerd convention called BlurredCon. Mm-hmm. And so they, they yo, yo, it was a fucking HBCU re- homecoming under the guise of a comic convention. Oh, Nigga man. all offered me elevator Hennessy. What? And I was like, yo, this is the blackest <laughs> shit ever. So the dude I was talking to on the phone before we started, he and I went down there for it. And I, we get up early the next morning. That's and hilarious. And they had a barber shop in the spot. Niggas set up like barbers. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not shitting you. Where they're selling their books. <laughs> They got comics, niggas in costume, and barbers. And barbers. So I'm talking to the barber nigga from D.C., and he's like, yo, you're a funny-ass nigga. I was like, what do you mean? I'm just, like, saying shit, just riffing. Right. And he's like, everything that you said, I'm stealing. Mm. And I was like, all right, my shit's going to be a barbershop. Right, shops. like, all right, barbershop. And there's a video of it, and it's ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a lot bigger than this nigga. <laughs> I was like, I don't like this. Right. But it's, it's kind of that thing where... You, if you're naturally and authentically who you are, you don't need validation from yeah, anybody else. Yeah, and I feel the same way about that. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm more so trying to prove a point to me, absolutely, not necessarily anybody else. Um, only because um, I don't feel like it's a problem with healthy competition. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times when I go places, um, <laughs> and when I hear things, and when I watch things, <laughs> I be like, "This shit whack as fuck." I'm like, "Yo, I would murder," you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I'm. Hence why I'm in this competition yep. that I'm in now because I'm just like, ah, can I win? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, um, and I feel like you never really know until you put yourself out there. So, yeah. you know, this is me dip, <laughs> dipping my little toe in the water, you know, to see where it goes. Because um, I feel like, um, you know, love Baltimore to death. But um, I feel like what I got to say um, can be bigger than Baltimore and then I can bring it back to Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? So so um, you say that. That's that's a really good point. It's a really good point. And that's one of the things I really want to get out of the show, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think when you put something out there online, like my shit is online, like is there anywhere somebody can like check out your stuff? Is it any recorded versions of it? Or? I am in the okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so Bars. Uh, you know, creative genius at work. <laughs> yeah. So um I have been back and forth with us, me, mm-hmm. myself and I. Um we have thoughts different ways to get the poetry out there because although I love poetry, um, it's not the biggest thing, you know. Yeah. Um 
on the mainstream anyway. You know, yep. it's more like an underground kind of thing. Totally. So um, I've been thinking of different ways. So it's not out there. I don't have anything out yet mm. because I've been toggling back and forth between videos, book, recording. You know, yeah, like yeah. I don't know which way I want to go with it yet, mm -hmm. um, but I'm kind of narrowing it down um, to how I want things to go, you know, um, because... Outside of me just being um, a poet, I also like to write, um, and I do want to, like, I can't just put my poetry out there because sometimes it gets a little nasty, a little raunchy, so I'm debating, like, okay, if I put out this nasty-ass raunchy poetry book slash videos, or, you know, maybe I'm Beyonce, Michonce, yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, if I do the Beyonce shit with the video, and you get all of this, and I sign it and all that, okay, and, you know, I'm talking about all this nasty shit, because it's not always nasty, but it's mm, always nasty. You. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just it happens. But... So when I put my children's book out there, like ah, I get you. Ah, that that's that's the thing that I run into. Who's buying that? That's, a, that's <laughs> the thing that I run into where I, I do a comic as well, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a, it's a comic that me and my girlfriend write, mm -hmm. and it's ridiculous. It's like cat lawyers, mm -hmm. and it's it's just me kind of riffing on just different things. Mm -hmm. So if someone listens to the podcast and they hear me talking about like eating ass and all of this wild shit, and it's right. kind of lightweight. I got a bit of a transgressive comic, but it's kind of PG. It's mm -hmm. not like dirty or anything. It's like, who's this nigga again? Right. So uh, what, what I've decided that I'm going to do is um, alias the fuck out of it. So yeah, totally. I'm just going to, I'll be poetically meet you here mm -hmm. and then I'll be nanny. Um, <laughs> Spin it. Right. <laughs> Is that the dirty one? Like, Nan yeah. Right. Which one is that? That's it, right. Instantly it gets nasty. You know, that's the thing about Baltimore City. We can take any fucking thing and make that shit disgusting. Like, where you going? A Paul Case. Oh, I'm going to park up your heights. Like, what yep. the fuck? Like anything, like, anything. We could just instantly make it nasty real quick. Like, any fucking thing. I'm thirsty. Oh, I got something for you to drink. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I mean, can't have a regular conversation. I mean, I like my my, <laughs> my brain is always going. So I remember like back in high school, it's like, yo, Rob, you're a nasty nigga. I was like, what do you mean? And it's just like I can't turn it off. And it's not I like I can't help it either. I have a fucking serious problem. Um, hence why I'm probably fucking single. I'm single, y'all. Um, because I try my best to sit, you know, one day to yes, sure. Mm-hmm. Pardon, my phone's Yeah, excuse me, yeah. Garçon. I try that shit, and then at some point, I'll be like, "So you like eating ass?" Or like, yeah. I just I can't help it. And then it's like the niggas be like, "Oh, she just wants some dick." No, I really don't want some dick. I just like talking about wanting some dick, but I really don't want your dick. Like, it's just like it's not like your I can't dick. Help it's it. like general dick. Yeah, general dick. City Which dick, city dick, general, in surrounding counties. General city like, dick. That's like a person in the military, you know, like general dick. Yeah, <laughs> sergeant, sergeant, uh, sergeant cock, or whatever. Sergeant cock. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the thing. Like, I like people when they get a certain degree of like intellect with it, and then it's like dirty. It's like, all right, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> but so 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 let's go back a little bit. You, yes. you mentioned you mentioned you write. So, mm -hmm. um, did you write as a child? Um, I have always written um, 
forever. Um, I'll take it all the way back to first grade. I won a writing um, this whole big ass trophy like shit that I got. And um, Kurt Smoke, remember when he was yeah, mad? So yeah, Kurt Smoke, yeah. And I got the fucking award like first place. Like I've been writing forever. Yeah. So, um, and the fact of the matter is, I'm an only child, so my imagination mm-hmm. never fucking stops. Um, I don't give a fuck how old I am. Like we could talk about any goddamn thing. I'll make a story out of the shit. So I've been writing forever. Um, and uh, poetry is something that um, has always given me a gateway. You know, um, I didn't come from the best household, like most people. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, somebody will find something shitty to say about how they grew up. Um, but, you know, I had a shitty-ass childhood, and um, poetry was just my escape from it all. Sure. Um, but when I was younger, I never thought to share that with other people, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, once I got a little older and... Um, then I realized, like, oh, the poetry scene is big in Baltimore. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never really delved into it, you know. Yeah. Um, but then once I started seeing all these open mics and all these things popping up, I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, open mics is the new lounge, you know. Mm-hmm. Lounge is the new club. So Hooking it, bars. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. So yeah. I was like, all right, fuck it. Let me give it a try. And um, the first time I ever performed um, anything you know, to an audience, mm-hmm. like they were out of their fucking seats and <laughs> standing. I was like, oh shit. Like when I was done, people were like, oh my God, I got to get pictures with you. And I was like, oh wow. See, see, one of the, one of the things I think here, and, and we can kind of talk about like the Baltimore creative scene, because I mm-hmm. think that's always an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, maybe it's the Aquarian in me, mm-hmm. but I believe in kind of being a humanitarian. It's like, yo, how can we... How can I put this person on? How can mm-hmm. I be a part of this person's success? And not wanting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. How can I bring these people together that might not even, like, really fit? Mm-hmm. Or they have some correlation. Like, the way that we met was through somebody I know. Right. You know, right. and you know as well. And it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, let's, you should talk. I was right. like, oh, cool. There we go. And right. so do you feel that that is valid in Baltimore, that that's the sense in Baltimore? Or is it very clickish? Or It's clicky. Okay. It's clicky. Like, I'm not even going to lie about it. Um, and uh, I was rather disappointed when I found out it was Rather. clicky. Mm-hmm. Yes, because when I had came into it, it was very, they were very embracing. You mm-hmm. know, they were, oh, my God. Oh, you're so good. And, oh, we want you to, oh, you're going to be awesome. You know? Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, they're like, oh, we're having an after party. Come to the after party. Everything's <laughs> going to be great. So I get to the after party and everything's cool. I'm meeting people and blah, 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 blah. And um, fast forward, I started going more to the same open mics. But then it's like when you're starting to notice, like, okay, (laughs) so I got here at 7 and I don't go on till 11. Like, why am I last? Yeah. You know, they, oh, I'm going to save you last. And well, what the fuck you saving me for? I got shit to do. Like, yeah. you know, and then it was just like, then you'll notice, like, you might get somewhere. Oh, we can't put you on because, Elf, you know, um, you were a few minutes late. But it, it, it's really clicky. You know, it was. Yeah. it's really, if you don't hang with this group of people, um, then you're just not getting on, and, or you have to do your own thing, you mm-hmm. know. And it's fucked up that it's that way, but it is. And I've I've noticed it that um, with this poetry scene, it's kind of like a few groups. I ain't mm-hmm. saying no names, but it's a few groups. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't fucking with those groups yeah. for free, mm-hmm. let's put that out there yeah. for free. If you're not doing shit with those people for free, then you don't get the paid gigs. Period. So, like it's yeah. That's so what's going on. when you talk about not naming names, I'll name them. The fucking hundred hoteps. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> it's hotel poetry here, isn't it? It's like, 
they don't listen to any women poets. Like, nah, I got off the stage. <laughs> but then they try to pick you up at yet later with intellectualism. <laughs> so what do you say your biggest influence is? I ain't say nothing. I ain't say a thing. Hundreds of hotels. Um, <laughs> There's a collective of, of fucking spoken word niggas. Listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Sp- that might be the name of the spoken word niggas. Spoken word niggas. Because that's what they are. Well. Um, you said it, though. I, ain't, I, ain't I mean, it. like I said, it. I don't have enemies. I ain't got none either. None of them around anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> Eastside. <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. Lord. Just continue that Baltimore stereotype. Rob Lee here. <laughs> But what, what would you say in terms of like influence, whether it be a person, whether it be um, something you experienced? My biggest influence in writing poetry, I would have to say, is love. Okay. Um, although I do not only write to love poems, mm-hmm. um, all of my poems come from a thought or aspect of a piece of love. Um, so, you know, I have poems that I've written about, you know, people dying. Um, but I'm writing it in the perspective of the loved one that's lost that person. Mm-hmm. Or um, I, you know, got sex poems, and it might not be about loving the person, but loving the dick or the coochie or whatever. Um, <laughs> I got, you know, it just, it just, all of my poems kind of center around love for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, I don't know. I have to channel energy from somewhere to write a poem. Absolutely. Like I can't just. Um, and I can't say that I can't because I can because I've been to little places where they we're going to give y'all three words and y'all write a poem you know so I, I write a poem Fuck. and they'd be like oh my god it's awesome however it, the poem always end up a bit like about fucking like I talk yeah. about fucking all day long but the good poems <laughs> like the good ones came yeah. from love Okay. the other ones but for the most part it's it's love so lust love over lust <laughs> yeah I dig it yeah I, you, you know what you do and what you like to do mm. like I I just got into doing like the interviews mm-hmm. because I find like I have weird expectations from other people mm-hmm. and then I'm like this person fell short. Like I've interviewed a lot of rappers. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah, every one of these niggas is late. It's like I ain't got shit to talk about and they gonna get there at seven thirty five. Yeah. It's like <laughs> All right, motherfucker, it's about your struggle, isn't it? Fuck right, that. Right, we all know. It's like, all right, how many lead paint cocktails have you had? Exactly. Get out of here. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so Baltimore. Let, let's talk about Baltimore a little yes. bit. Which which part of Baltimore are you from? I'm from South Baltimore. Okay, okay. Now, we, we don't I really... won't rep Pig Town, but I'll say Washington Village. Yeah, that's I'm better. up the block. I'm okay. up the street. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a little better. It's like Breaking Bread is over there? Yeah. yeah. I'm up the street. Yeah, you just go to Breaking Bread all the time. I love Breaking Bread. They got the wings, the get... sticky wings. I had stopped eating meat, but when I was eating meat, uh-huh. I was fucking them wings up. Deep. I used to get those awesome fries. Oh, yeah. I was a crazy person. Listen, they have the <laughs> Chipotle potato salad. <laughs> I, I remember I remember it was one time I went there with, with, with the girlfriend and she loves bread pudding mm-hmm. and she was I like look she, 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 we were waiting for the bread pudding and it's like some like group of like white people that just popped up they got the last the like last four and she's just like every time I'm always behind a white woman and I was just like yo <laughs> you gotta be a little faster <laughs> she was tight about that shit so South, so South Baltimore like like I guess my experience being here is, I think, different than your your, your average Baltimorean. Like, mm-hmm. I've been here all freaking, you know, my whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. 
like while acknowledging that it can be violent, can be dangerous, it can be shady, all of those fucking things that you hear. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it in that way. I mm-hmm. see it as a re- like a regular city that has its regular city things. Mm-hmm. But as um, noted rapper in front of the show, uh, 83 Cutlass said to me, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to start calling you seven bullets. So I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, you're a big nigga. It's going to be seven bullets seven for somebody bullets to take you down. take you down. Damn. And I was like, shit. He's like, yeah, that's why you don't think nobody's going to run up on you. Seven bullets. <laughs> But what would you say your experience in Baltimore has been? How do you view Baltimore? Um, uh, it's a lot. It's a, it's a weird question, I know. No, I mean, honestly, I love Baltimore. I you do. You get it. You get it. Um, I love Baltimore. And uh, I know they killing. But I'm like. <laughs> I know they killing. But where? You know, I know they killing. I know it's happening. Yeah. Um, but I don't see that, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm and I go everywhere in Baltimore. Just like I be in the fucking hood. I just left the trap before I got here. Like like I just I live in the trap. I, <laughs> I, like, I live in the trap, but I definitely my friends live in the trap. I just left a fucking trap house before I came here. Um I'm between Chase and Biddle. And then, <laughs> I mean so I was on Monroe. Look, I was on Monroe. I mean we were in the same area. Yeah, we 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 ain't too damn far, you yeah. know. Um I love Baltimore. Um and I just wish that everybody else in Baltimore loved Baltimore. Because everybody that's mm-hmm. in Baltimore don't necessarily give a fuck about Baltimore. So a lot of people in Baltimore City um, who really don't care about the people here, mm-hmm. um, they're just here for a purpose. You know, like all of this fair housing and mm-hmm. all that shit. That, where? Like where the fuck is that it's- happening at? And it's like fair for who? Like, um, But, you know, the whole... It's conditioning. It's conditioning, like yeah. So, I, I, I like I try to be a little bit more aware of shit that goes on, especially mm-hmm. like locally. And when he did the town hall a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I just remember sitting there like getting tight. I was getting high, but mm-hmm. also getting tight. And I was like, you, and I, I'm an analyst by trade, right? So I'm like, you motherfuckers haven't answered one question. One question. And you, you listen to it, and I always kind of joke about it. Where to the degree where I guess my way of like processing shit. I've had in the last month four people say you should run for mayor. I was like, <laughs> I cannot. I was like, I was like, I don't have a record, Listen, which is not I've common. I've always been scared. This is so off topic, but yeah. like running for office, I was like, would I ever get into politics? I'm like, if they dug up those skeletons, like, ah, I, mean, I don't even know if I want to become a millionaire because I'm like, as soon as these niggas start saying ho ho, I'm like, fuck. Oh, I was joking about getting canceled. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, there are dick pics out there. There are some bad Listen, takes. Listen. I got good pictures, though. Like, I got stock photos. So anybody that has naked pictures of me, they all have the same naked pictures. Like, I've been sending the same naked pictures for years. I mean, the same like, ones. I did the dude crop. I don't show anything else. It's like, here's the business end. Everything and else it. is everything else is just like, I know weird tattoos. There's no way of saying. You can't even tell. Mm, that dick's robbed. The women ain't even looking at the penis, though. We looking at the background. Like, the funny thing is, uh-huh. when y'all send dick pics, like, I'll zoom in. This one guy, he was watching gay porn. <laughs> oh, he God. was watching gay porn. He sent me a picture of the small heart penis and in the background Jesus it was Christ. two men on I was like you I was like what the hell and I had he was like what what's wrong with you and I had zoomed in uh-huh. and sent the screenshot yeah. he was like what the fuck are you even looking at that for I'm like no what are you looking at that for I, I remember someone like, was like yo you got the same carpet in your bathroom I was like shit right <laughs> I was like hmm or like niggas with fucked up feet like I zoom in like 
Like, look at your toes. How can I have a fuck you? Your toenails are curved and brown. This What's wrong feet with look you? Like gravel. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? Damn wood feet, little like, gophers. It's, it's not there? great. It's not great. I, I it, as far as the Baltimore thing, <laughs> we so off topic. No, 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 no. It's it's fine because ultimately <laughs> it's about Baltimore and it's about showing individuals like general real individuals. Uh, so one of the things that, that I look at, right? Like mm-hmm. I look at comparable cities. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my favorite city is New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I like Philadelphia a lot. And I start seeing very, like, really big similarities between those cities. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched that documentary about the evolution of hip hop. Mm-hmm. I've been watching it. The, the one about New Orleans was funny. It's like, yeah, yeah we're ass kissing yeah. city. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> right. When the guy said that, he was like, we're ass kissing. We ain't like you till you already been. Then we start fucking like, with you later. Sounds familiar. I was like, ah, sounds like somewhere I know. Mm-hmm. I just watched that, like, two nights ago, too. And it's, and it's, it's authentic. And, you know, I, I think. Like Philly is very similar to here, mm-hmm. where but they're just a little further up mm-hmm. their uh, uh, gentrification mm-hmm. uh, process because, like where I'm at, like there are little spots, little pockets where they're slowly gentrifying, mm-hmm. and you just need one big thing to move in, mm-hmm. and as soon as that happens, then these these murder rates, like mm-hmm. when they start talking about rates, that's a percentage, mm-hmm. and like I said, the analyst takes over, mm-hmm. fucking. They're saying we have the top. We do not. We have a high rate, but we don't have the top. We're like top five. And yeah, but you already know what they're doing. They're trying to say the same shit they do. Oh, the city's horrible. Get out. So what happens? All of the black mm-hmm. people, they mm-hmm. move their shit. They get the fuck out the city because they like, I don't want to live here. I don't want my son to die. I got to go. They leave. They go to uh, fucking York. Yep. <laughs> you know, they go to York mm-hmm. or they go out in the county somewhere. Yep. So now we have all of these houses, you know, that are available yep. now. And, and now cheap. that you said that the murder rate is high, now we have cheap houses because they're like, I'm not paying all of that money people are getting killed there it's a horrible neighborhood and then they go buy the house and now by the time you know um mr white has bought the whole fucking block you know yeah. now that you realize oh i'm out in the fucking county we ain't got no fucking car i can't get to work because i work in the city you know the schools every fucking body that was in the city moved out here mm-hmm. so now it's hood out here i want to come back so then when you're trying to come back now you can't come back because now they want your credit score to be fucking a thousand and you you know, you yeah. can't be late on one bill and the fucking rent's twenty seven hundred dollars for and one that, bedroom. And that's the it's thing. absurd. And it, it's it's you're right. Absurd is the the word. absurd is the word. Um and I I always joke about how the county doesn't have culture. Mm-hmm. So we're in a city right now. You got this place that's comedy, improv and all of that mm-hmm. shit. You got movie theater there that is the film festival you have the impact hub up there mm-hmm. you have another theater down the street mm-hmm. all within all the little a three minute you walk you can walk to all that shit and you know Red Image used to be over there mm-hmm. and that's now an arcade mm-hmm. so you have all of these different things over here you're not going to get that noise mills Mm-mm. you're not going to get that so Mm-mm. you know you're right and I, I think when it comes to this, this program and this conditioning you just tell people that this is the truth for the longest time and you have people kind of add to it. Mm-hmm. You can just look at it very simple without even doing any deep. You could just use your eyes. Mm-hmm. Why are they still building shit if the murder exactly. rate's that high? Why are they the building places for people to live in? High, why are y'all still building houses? Listen, the funniest <laughs> shit. Listen, I work down Ford Avenue. Yep. The funniest fucking thing that I saw, I think the place is called Spaces or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's basically the equivalent of renting a fucking room. But it's white people renting a room. And the shit is hilarious to me. Like, they give you a bike. Mm -hmm. You know, they built this whole building. That's some Brooklyn shit. You get a room. 
and you share the kitchen area, like the common. I said, that's renting a room. Yeah. Niggas been doing this shit forever, and now y'all have created a building of renting rooms. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, it's just shared space, and we give you a bike. And, and I'm just looking like, this is shit that we've been doing it's just a rebrand. forever. It's a rebrand. And y'all took it, rebranded it, and it's like, y'all are not worrying about no fucking murder rate. These, listen, I live in South Baltimore. I just mm-hmm. moved back down here. Um, We've been a week and a half. I yeah. just moved back down South Baltimore. We've been living out. I was living out Windsor Mill, and then I was out Glen Burnie. Yeah. And um, boring as fuck, nothing to do. Like, shoot me in my no, fucking no head. No culture. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Nobody, even the fucking animals are like, kill me. Like, it's this nothing bullshit. to do. It's bullshit. <laughs> y'all dumpsters don't have shit in it. Y'all recycling. This is bullshit. I was trying to get some Turkish so, food. What right, the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> right. But it's crazy because, like, now that I'm back down South Baltimore, yeah. um... I'm tripping because, and the funniest fucking thing to me is the scoop your poop signs. I said, where the <laughs> fuck do I live now? You know, not that I, I got chips. I, I have children. So I don't necessarily want the niggas on the corner. Yeah. I don't want the dope deal. However, scoop your poop. This is what this neighborhood has turned into. We used to shoot, like, they be shooting dice out here, and now it's scoop your poop. And I'm just like, you come out and say, hey, neighbor, how you doing? It's a plant on my fucking porch, and I just think the shit is hilarious. And it's not a grandmother plant. Like, this is a nicely manicured. It's not that overgrown. (laughs) Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous plant in the winter. I don't even know how the fuck you got that shit alive, but. I like like when the convergence happens of you, and you still got, like, the fucking corner boys and shit. So. Like where I'm at, yeah, the corner boys, but there's a Starbucks that's really close. Exactly. So I'll go over there to the Starbucks. The dope it, boys are in Starbucks. It's like, uh, it's a lot of runners over here, nigga. Listen. And you'll see, like, <laughs> I, it, we don't have, like, the scoop your poop that literally it says, <laughs> your dog did his duty, now do yours. Oh, I'm like, man. Fuck this place. <laughs> right. Ours is, ours is definitely scoop your poop. And, but the thing about it Give is, me and shit. you know, when they do all of that, like now that I've noticed, like I'm, I'm analyzing the new neighbor, the yeah. quote unquote new neighborhood. And um, I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, well, where are the businesses that Year. used to be here? You know, those mm. businesses are gone. Um, the small businesses that used to be here that made this community thrive aren't here anymore. You yeah. know, now it's just like, and it's not quite big business yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will happen, you know, because it's just like these people who are moving in, they aren't the people that were supporting the small business. They not they not putting no money into this community. Mm-hmm. They move here because it's close to the big businesses that they want to go to. They so they want to go to D.C. We right by 295. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can go downtown and they doing every fucking thing downtown. But it's like the small businesses, the community, the mom and pop stores and all of that shit. The people who lived in the neighborhood, they can't even afford to be in the neighborhood anymore you know and the neighborhood association that you know got all this bullshit going on so it's it's crazy to to see that because then it's just like well where am i at you know where where do i fit in here like you know ah it's it's just hard to look at you know like even with the school like my daughter goes to school across the street and um she's in the first grade second Mm -hmm. How old is she? <laughs> oh, she in the second grade now. They grow um, fast. <laughs> and I just was like, I had mentioned to her principal, like, so are y'all going to get some black teachers? Yeah. Because my daughter has not had a black teacher yet, and I'm kind of tired of celebrating Hanukkah. Um, so <laughs> she's like, are we making a dreidel? First off, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> First well, off. Well, like, what the hell? Here, so, yeah, that's... <laughs> It's 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 like a twofold thing, right? Yeah. Like you you want 
you in want part, it. you want these things to to be there. Mm-hmm. You want some of the resources, the infrastructure, and so on to be there. And at the same time, you want to remain, you want to keep the culture because mm-hmm. otherwise somebody like you, somebody like me, who is very entrenched in, be- in being proud and being happy from mm-hmm. where they're from and wanting to represent that because that's what they do. Right. When you don't have it anymore, mm-hmm. then where is it at? It's like it's bottled. Mm-hmm. And I've asked a motherfucker this question. I know the answer for myself and it's a very vain mm-hmm. and ego-driven answer. <laughs> but... Like, you have certain representatives that when people look at celebrities that this person represents Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They'll say, like, John Waters or fucking mm-hmm. some shit, right? I don't know who the black person is. Who's that black representative? For myself, it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm Baltimore, motherfuckers. But I don't know who the broader, more appropriate version of that is. It's like, I don't know. I don't know who it is. It's not Monique. Uh, fucking. I, Damn sure it I, I don't know who it would At be. At some point, I felt like it was Carmelo Anthony. Was it Carmelo Anthony? Who had the center? Uh, Somebody had the center. Wasn't that Carmelo Anthony center? Maybe, but then he became a New Yorker. But then it was, right. And he instantly was like, I'm not. Next nigga. Yeah, I'm not from here. <laughs> I'm a Puerto Rican from the next. Right, what like, are you talking about? All right, mustache. Got right. You. you know, Jada, not really. Like, no, she don't represent this at all. So. I, she she Philly somehow. Yeah, like I don't like no, and that especially because we're a very black city. Mm-hmm. When you have Meek Mill Mm-mm. doing a twelve o'clock boys movie, right? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is going on here? It's like yo, we don't have one person, right? Like, and that's the beginning of it. You'll start seeing more and more shit happening here because. We're going to be under surveillance. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing that I read in May. We're going to be the first city that's going to be under surveillance by helicopter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that today. <laughs> I, for the first time, I was like, oh, it has begun. I said, it's begun. I was at, um, where were we? Par- I want to say, like, Park High. I told you I was out tramping. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I think I feel like we were Park High, <laughs> Reister Town, something yeah. like that. And it was just this fucking helicopter. And I'm like, is it going to move? And I'm like, oh, this is it. This is it. I'm being watched. This we, is what the fuck we, is happening here. We were here. a staging ground back in. I like, said, "Look at this shit." Five years ago, that was a staging ground situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to, you know, because the thing was, like, when the news came across, like, because mm-hmm. we, like, ostensibly we do new news podcasts, and I was looking at it when you know Freddie Gray thing all went down, and initially this was like the first like week of before it actually passed, and I was like, huh, nothing. It got arrested. Mm-hmm. That was the way I looked at mm-hmm. it, and you know, it wasn't the best take, but it was like an authentic take. And then kind of ever since that, you would start seeing things that technically they aren't supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you would see like the fake news shit that was happening. Like, I would, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I had people come out of town like, yo, what's up with this curfew? Listen. It's like, look up, what's up with these white people kind of kicking it past the curfew? And all of these things is showing you that these rules don't really impact everybody. Everybody. They're keeping you niggas in line. Mm-hmm. And they have the nerve to talk about like police stats and so on, where when that shit happened, the police got butt hurt and they said, we're not showing up to these places. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what it was. Like. That, was that was basically what it was. Y'all want to say fuck us? We going to say fuck y'all? And they know where the, all and the shit is happening. They knew where it was happening at. And, um, you know, I do hair, so they gossip a lot. <laughs> you know? Ooh. And um, one of the... Um, What's the tea? The tea, <laughs> the tea was, the um, you know, a sergeant had said that um, the reason, because my client had asked her friend who was a police sergeant how is it that i can stand here Mm -hmm. and see a thousand drug transactions happen just from getting gas Mm -hmm. and i see a cop sitting in the car 
Um, and somehow he does not see this. How is that possible? And what was told to her was, you know, this is hearsay, but what was told to her <laughs> was, right, was um, it's not worth it. It's not worth mm. all the effort that it's going to take for me to lock this motherfucker up. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be out, especially the younger kids. They will be out quick. they like, I'll be out before you get off. And then they'll be right back on the corner tomorrow doing the same thing. So at this point, they, um, she said that they told her they really just out there trying to make sure the drug transaction is safe as opposed to not happening at all. Um, and I just thought that was some fucked up ish. I was like, that is fucked up. So essentially what you're saying, secondhand, of course, mm -hmm, of is course. sell drugs, but don't murder nobody. But don't kill nobody. You know what? Y'all can rainbow? be high. <laughs> right. Go ahead and get high, niggas. Just I mean, don't kill each other. The new crime is stop scamming niggas. That's what mm. you should do. Yeah, they, they like that's, that's that Detroit the way. They've been doing that shit. Yeah, scam, 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 scam. They've been doing that shit. I mean, I prefer that gift card scamming. Yeah, I just I don't like when they scam the old people though. Like that's mm. kind of fucked up. Yeah, have some have some have morals. some dignity. <laughs> some, a few, have some a few, dignity. Be ethical in some ways. <laughs> you gotta leave the old to be, people alone. Has to be some code amongst thieves. It's gotta be. Um, so we're gonna you know get towards the whole wrap up thing, but mm -hmm. we want to talk a little bit more about um just well. Leave it, I'm going to leave it open to you. Um, so in, creatively, just are there any final thoughts that you have maybe in terms of like giving advice to someone who wants to get into spoken word, get into that community? Um, uh, my advice for that would be just do that shit. Okay. Um, like honestly, I, I meet a lot of people who um, when I tell them, you know, about my gift, that they'll be like, oh, my God, I do that too. Um, and they put so much thought into, well, no, I got to prepare this. I got to get this. I got to do this. I got. By the time you do all that shit, you're not going to do it. Like, or um, it's not even going to be as important. Like, when you get the adrenaline going to do the shit, just do the shit. Mm -hmm. We spend so much time doing, you know, I got to plan this and make sure this is lined up. And before you know it, it's gone by the wayside. Just like your girlfriend, I'm going to get bread pudding. <laughs> and, you know, before yeah. you know it, somebody else took the fucking pudding. If you want the pudding, grab the fucking pudding. If you want that shit, get that shit. Because it's right there <laughs> for you to get. You know what I'm saying? Take it's, the pudding, nigga. Take the pudding. Take the fucking pudding. Take that shit. Um, because at the end of the day, um, the time, like, let's say, for instance, with me, mm -hmm. I've been writing poetry for a long time, never wanted to perform it. But what happens is you write shit now or then that's relevant then. You're like, oh, now I'm going to perform it. That shit not even relevant no more. Yeah. Like whatever the fuck you were talking about, you don't, you're not as passionate about it anymore. You've got closure with whatever, whatever that situation was. So now when you go to perform, it fucking sucks because... You should have been did that shit, you mm -hmm. know. So it's it's just one of them things like um, we procrastinate a lot. Like I'm a serious serial procrastinator, what's your, you know. Sagittarius, okay. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I am a procrastinator, you know, um, and I know this of myself. Both I, of my parents, <laughs> like Yo. write all your reports late, like Sorry. all that shit. Mm. But it's gonna be the best report, most uh -huh. creative shit. However, you definitely getting five points deducted because like, it wasn't on time. You know that's late, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's how we all we do the shit on our own fucking time. Um, but I, that, that would be my biggest word of advice. When you get the idea in your head, it's so many things that I've thought of that I'd be like, oh, that's a great idea. By the time I actually go to try to figure out how to do it, what I'm going to do. Somebody else already came up with this shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they just stole my fucking, I'm a billionaire at this point. Like, I could have mm -hmm. been did this shit. You know, um, just like with the poetry in the video. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this person to do bop, 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 bop. And I'm going to have these videos. And the next thing I know, I go online and somebody made fucking videos and the bitches dancing in ballerina. I said, I, I 
was going to do that shit forever ago, you know? That's that's the thing, like, that I run into all the time. I had a really interesting conversation before I came out, Mm -hmm. and it got me really tight. Mm -hmm. So, I, like I said, I've been doing this since 2009, and... I, the show has got a corny name. I wanted to change it, but it kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. It's Mastermind Team's Robcast. Mm-hmm. And there are 11 other Robcasts that all were birthed after me. My shit was active, so niggas just like, I'm doing this I'm too. I'm just doing it. So someone's looking for it. It's been so many times people will look for it. It's like, I look for Robcast. Who's this white dude? You're not white. You're not. Exactly. Like, ah, shit. But you're right. Like, I remember like back in the day... Just when you have the resources and the infrastructure, you can quickly get it done. But at least just commit the idea to yeah, something. Yeah, just something. And and one thing that I um I have to I tell my children all the time because they you know they came in the household of the procrastinator, so they have a little bit of my ways. But what I try to remind them is um, you're not as authentic as you think. Mm. Um, and it's sad to say, you know, we wake up like <gasps> light bulb, you know. Yeah. You can start typing anything in fucking Google and that shit will automatically pop up because somebody else had already thought to look up that shit. Absolutely. So if somebody else is thinking like you're thinking, you don't think that they're doing what you're doing. So at this point, it's not a matter of um, finding the thing that hasn't been done. It's kind of, can I do it better and can I get it done faster? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just one of them things where, okay, if you're a poet, write your fucking poetry, perform that shit, be the best, find every fuck. You got to kind of go in overdrive now because it's not just, okay, we're in Baltimore. Like now with the fucking internet and all of this Mm -hmm. shit, it's It's like, yeah, it's, it's, you're, you you have to work a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's one of them things. I'm a hairstylist, you know, and I'm just like, okay, I'll take this class. I'm, you know, like a few years ago, I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm not worrying about no lace fronts. People ain't wearing lace fronts, you know? And uh-huh. I was like, so resistant. Like, who the fuck's wearing this shit? This shit dumb. Biggest fucking empire. These bitches don't even want their real hair, baby hair edges. And I'm just like, yo, I remember when I first saw this shit and I was like, nobody's going to get this. All, everybody. That's so, all they want. So it's just like when you see something, do that shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. do it. Just do it. Like what the fuck are we waiting for? Like so all these like edgeless Erica's and lace front yep. Lucy's are fuck <laughs> stupid. Dumb yeah. shit. It's 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 real. And you know, I think if if you know that you're more inclined to procrast- to procrastinate and you don't have the time, you don't have the resources, whatever, right? You you gotta find a way to do a version of exactly. it. Exactly. Like, my I like doing my comic. Mm-hmm. I would prefer to do it with an artist that's local, mm-hmm. but it didn't stop me from producing like eight issues of it. Exactly. And I tell the same thing to my man. So I was like, yo, if you want to do this anime thing, mm-hmm. put it together, make it a comic. And just make it. And then have it adapted. Do something. Because at of some point, it'll still, and even if you start small, at some point, if it is meant to be, like I'm a real big believer, mm-hmm. if, if it's meant to be, it shall be. So it shall. You know, yeah. however, um, because I just feel like, um, my path is already written for me. It's already there. It's just a matter of if I'm going to follow my path or not. Um, sometimes I might deter off of a path. Somehow I'll still end up back on that yeah. same fucking path, you know. Um, so it's just like, what am I going to do? Am I going to drag my feet and, you know, not do what I'm supposed to do? Um, because I don't believe that I was brought here um, and put on this earth to be basic. You know, yeah. I am i wasn't put here to be basic. I'm from Baltimore. I'm not fucking yeah. basic. Fuck, you know. <laughs> but, um, fuck you yeah, fuck you mean. Like, I ain't basic <laughs> by far. However, um, you know, a lot of times we let things and little small things get in our way that make us basic. You know, yeah. but in actually 
sexuality, the shit that we overcome and the shit that we go through and see and we still strive, we still survive yep. and we're still fucking awesome. Like for real, we like a fucking city of superheroes. So at the end of the fucking day, I feel like if I can sit here and see all these friends get killed, motherfuckers getting put out, figure out how to eat in the dark, grilled chicken nuggets to live. Like if we can do dumb shit like that, yeah. fuck 50 niggas raw and not get shit. Not yep. that I, I, that wasn't me. <laughs> well, that I mean. wasn't that me, but we know people that do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm just saying if we can make it through all that shit and somehow still get up in the morning and smile, yeah. and even if you still get up in the morning and scheme, whatever, but you still got up in the morning with a <laughs> with a goal in mind, you yeah. know, take that small goal, make it something bigger, um, and find other people that have similar goals because that, that's the thing that I find here that we have a problem. Everybody wanted to be theirs, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, nigga, if we got the same fucking, listen, you ain't going to have a shop. I'm going to have a shop. She going to have, everybody gonna have a fucking shop on the same goddamn block yeah. doing the same shit. We, none, another, none of us are going to make money, but we could go get one shop together, split the fucking bills be, and be fucking millionaires because, you know, but motherfuckers always want to say it's mine. Like it's, it doesn't have to be yours. What's wrong with it being ours? You that's, know, that's why the drug trade works the way that's it why it works. works. And and, I, and I'll, and we'll wrap up on this. Um, it, it's kind of like th this thing that I do with with, with my show, and I, I talk to my boy, and I'm like, sometimes you know, you'll have a bad show, mm -hmm. and it's like, shit, I ain't got nothing to talk about today. It's like this is gonna be fucking whack because mm -hmm. we do a game um, where it's, it's called New Challenger, mm -hmm. and I give him maybe one or two words from each headline, and they're all fucked up stories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, and I sometimes I fuck with him. He's arachnophobic, so I'm uh, like, oh. yeah, spiders in Australia. He's like, they're storming people. So he said, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. He starts itching and shit. So I can't fuck with it. I, I I'll play that game, but it's I'm letting him choose it. That's the way it mm. works. So you know, but sometimes you won't have something. And he asked me one day. He's like, yo, Rob, how do we? How have we done this for this long and maintained it for this long? Mm -hmm. And I was just like. I look at it, I've always looked at it as nothing's original. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to cover this goofy story. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to cover that goofy story. I was like, what makes us original? And whoever you do it with, it's like, you're you. You're the mm -hmm. only you. Right. So I'll never run out of content because mm -hmm. I'm being me. Exactly. And, I, and that's just what that is. That's and just I think how it is. If you're a creator and whatever your thing is, like you create in a broad spectrum of things. Mm -hmm. So it's going to very much be you. Mm -hmm. And speaking of you, where can I find you on social media? You can find me at um, on IG as Poetically Michi if you're looking for poetry and beautiful pictures of me in the mirror. Um, <laughs> and you can also find me on IG under Michi Howard um, if you're looking for a hairstylist because I'm the shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm sure you can also find me on XXX videos um, under... Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm about to pull out the pen. <laughs> It's like, where can we find this? Because look, you got your ears perked. Like, who? Where? Like, where? No, I'm not on there. I don't think I'm on there. But if anybody see me on there, let me know so I can slap the shit out of somebody. There's a few ex girlfriends I've had on there. I was like, really? Uh, uh. I didn't record it. Let's come back. I've never been on there. I don't think. But um, yeah. So poetically, Michi, um, Michi Howard. I'm on Facebook. It's Michi Howard. I don't really go on Facebook too often. Um, scam life, right there. I yeah, do I don't it. really go on. I'm more on Instagram. I just want to post my shit and get out of there. Um, at some point I'll be on YouTube um, I'm working on my little videos right now they're gonna be fucking dope and um, yeah and I'll be in the theater near you soon um, and what's that date again? <laughs> it is hold on February yeah. 8th Red Emma's 
what's the full name of that? Red Emma's Bookstore Coffee House, 5.30 to 8.30 on February 8th. It's the 2020 Grand Slam Poetry Competition featuring yours truly. I'll be there competing for my space, hopefully, prayerfully. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's going to be dope as shit. I'm bringing that heat. I got that fire. I got some new poems and shit. Awesome. So that's great. Uh, come through, support. Uh, it's definitely February 8th. It's going to be on your social. Mm-hmm. So they'll be to see that. Um, and thank you. Thank you. Thanks thank you for, for following up. This has this been is great. Dope. So until next time, this is Rob Lee uh, saying, yeah, that's always art and shit around. Just got to look for it. Yeah.